Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Just for the record, that was him doing that this time, not, not me. I did not hit the button right there. I didn't hear anything. <laughs> Taylor's a bad guy. Maybe you're a bully, Taylor. I'm getting bullied for being Bullies a bully. Bullies get bullied. Alan Sleewood. Bullies get bullied. <laughs> He's a subtle bad guy bully. Move. Actually, it's a really funny move. I like yeah, it, Taylor. He, he is a it. subtle bully. He is a subtle bully. There's a there's a edit, uh, Emily, of me giving you a noogie on, on <laughs> yeah, Twitter. From, from Darren Pollock. So if what? anybody sees it, we're both tagged in it. it. It looks pretty great. It's a really old picture of me, too. Well, you're laughing. And yes. it's, it's did you you have an you have an older brother? I have an older brother. Two you, years. Did yeah. he give you the, the noogies when okay, you were a kid? He, my older brother beat the hell out of me. <laughs> All right. So no, he would give me typewriters. You know what a typewriter is? No. Either, no. Okay. So he would pin me down and put his knees on my shoulders. Okay. And then tap my chest really hard <laughs> and slap me across the face and go. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was that was one What's thing. Your That's name? the greatest Brian. description of. It's exactly what it is. It's typewriter. a typewriter. That's yeah. amazing. I no, really he, wish I would have known Brian Bergman when I was a younger man, so I could have given my brother Sean the typewriter. That so, would have been awesome. So he did that one, and the other thing he would do is that I mean, because he's three years older, so he was bigger than me for a long time. He would give me a dead arm in both arms and a dead leg in both legs, so you can't move. Yeah, like you can't move your arms or your legs. So you're laying. Then on you the get ground, one like, well, coming back over a couple minutes, yeah. the other coming back. Yeah. That it was, is it was bad. Yeah, he beat the hell out of me. Remember how we've said this before where until I got bigger. I think we talked about like if somebody got in a fight and you're like, I got a lot of deep stuff and you keep saying how you've pushed stuff down and it will come out. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that has something to do with your oh, brother yeah. doing the typewriter. Oh yeah, no, no. That's definitely one. Because then when I actually get angry and it all comes out, I just think of the typewriter <laughs> and I just know I can the go fuel. crazy on something. Right? Yes, Everybody exactly. needs the fuel. It all comes. You only had sisters, Al, so you I would imagine you're the youngest of your family, right? They yeah, yeah. Did, yeah. But sisters don't nah, do typewriters and things like that's that not and true. noogies no they don't do anything that's not true my mom has two younger brothers and, and she, she used, would typewriter oh, them she didn't do typewriters but she would she would torture them write she a would, term like, paper on their chest she would like let the spit come down your mother and did <laughs> yes to, she Man. talked about it all the time that's yeah. aggressive oh, no, I my she was a bully I beat up my older sister in terms of like she wasn't allowed to hit me my parents didn't stop me from hitting you, her but you so you have three other sisters Yes. Would, were you guys physical with each other? Yeah, but yeah. not to like that degree necessarily. Yeah. But like, it's more it's more verbal. But we we when we were kids, we'd fight. Yeah, I would fight with my brother. Yeah, until what did you he, do to him? he well, he beat me up once, and then that was it. <laughs> is he younger? <laughs> yeah, he's two years younger. Yeah. yeah, that's all it takes. It takes yeah. that one it, time yep, for I'm us. I'm done with this. This is not. This isn't fun anymore. <laughs> well, yeah. So my brother got back from. He's three years older, so he got back from college. I was playing football on the football team at. at you know, the high school that I was at. I don't want to say the name. And Oh, now I kind of want to know. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's Calabasas High School. You know, yeah. That, that didn't take very long. That didn't take very long for you. No, I know. I, I fell right into it. I to thought share I was going to twist his arm. Yeah, no, I thought I was like, going to have to give him a typewriter <laughs> to get it out of him. I thought I was going to have to go but, sit on your chest. No, so I was playing You don't want football. to let it out. Calabasas. Yeah. <laughs> so I was playing football, and so I was working out all the time during the time. And so he got back from college and he definitely was not working out he was drinking a lot of beer and and other things and i was bigger than him and all of a sudden he's like oh i'm nice to you now stop trying to beat me up at that you should have gave it back to him it no, was I all did. i wanted mental psychological from that point yeah. ramon yeah. writes i have two older sisters that tormented me <laughs> the worst See? was when one pinned me down while the other one crocked cracked raw eggs into my mouth <laughs> oh, oh, that's my awful <laughs> All right. Yeah, we're, that was not happening at the Sliwa house. We're doing My this the rest we're of not the day. doing that. At Travis Rogers, 877-710-ESPN. What did you do to your younger sibling? What did your older sibling do to you? 
if look, I had no idea that cracking raw eggs into your little brother's mouth was an option, much less from sisters. That's terrific. The first time I ever shaved was not me shaving. He shaved you? My brother pinned me down and shaved my upper lip. I feel like that could go wrong a lot of different ways. But this is how he was. Probably not a good idea. Brian, bad guy. Are you close (laughs) with him now? Yeah. Oh, he's like my best friend. I talk to him every day. I'm glad. (laughs) And I remind him every day what he used to do to me. Oh, no. He reminds my daughter every day what he used to do to me. (laughs) (laughs) Did you ever smack him and that was the end of it? So, yeah. One time I was able to get him. We were fighting and I... I got him onto his back somehow, and I punched him directly in the middle of the back, and he started crying, and that was kind of... <laughs> How old was he? Two weeks ago. He was... Uh, <laughs> it was yesterday. Uh, let's see. He was probably... He was in his teens. It was before college, so probably... And he cried? Oh, he cried. Well, I, I hit him pretty hard. No, I understand. Middle of the back. I'm not saying it didn't hurt, but that's one of those things, like, that's, I'm, even if it feels like you snapped my spine, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to leave. I'm done, but I'm not going to cry. Yeah, but that was the Call one. the cops. Yeah. So my sisters and I were like, my mom was the Donna Kelsey of the water polo world and and where I lived. So my sisters and I played each other. I went to Virginia. They went to, uh, she went to Virginia Tech. First time we played each other, I was the younger sister. She was the older sister. We were matched up. She goes in, elbows me straight to the nose. I'm out of the game because I got a nosebleed. And so that's kind of like the most aggressive. But that was in the game at the same time, too. But Yeah, that that's in the spirit of the competition. That right, feels exactly. slightly more. The, the raw eggs in the mouth is the worst <laughs> one. Typewriter's close, but the raw oh, eggs are pretty bad. It hurts so bad, Travis. The, type, the slap in the face was <laughs> the, the worst the part. That description you had was... <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> the ding is amazing. It was all all very true and real. All right, let's get into this. Uh, Dave Roberts says that the idea of Mookie Betts playing a whole bunch of games at second base is a real thing. Quote, it's real. The way I envision it, Mookie starts about 40 games at second and about 110 in the outfield. So that's about a three-to-one ratio, right? And for every three he plays in right, he's going to play one at second base. Significant. Yeah. Why the hell are we doing this? Mookie Betts is a six-time gold glover. Mookie Betts is one of the best outfielders in the entire National League. Mookie Betts covers a lot of ground. He's got a great arm. He's a smart baseball player. Mm -hmm. Why are we taking arguably our very best defender and playing him out of position? I know he can survive at second. What this just seems like a solution to a problem that doesn't exist. You're already thin enough in other places. I hate this. I think I know why. I think it's it kind of just highlights where the Dodgers are right now. There is a little desperation isn't the right word, but you're going to try things that you would have never thought that you would try. Um, but why based would you try of, something that makes you def- de- demonstrably defensively worse? Well, I, would, I don't know if it makes yeah, them demonstrably I, I, defensively worse because they have guys like Jason Hayward who, granted, he hasn't been great in the major leagues for a couple of years now, but he is a gold glove caliber right fielder. So you put him in right field. But why are we looking for ways ton. to get Jason Hayward okay, in the wait, lineup okay, at the expense of Mookie Betts? It doesn't well, make sense. Trap, Trap, pretty expense. smart organization. They know what they're doing. I don't think you do this unless you're in a little kind of desperation mode. I, I, th- I really do. I, I don't think they're doing this because they want to do it. I think luxury versus necessity. It's not ideal to have Mookie Betts playing second, of course. And I'm with you. He's unbelievable at yeah. his position. But the only reason why they would do it is if they feel – all right, how can we go through at least this stage of the season trying to figure out Gavin Lux isn't there. We already didn't have depth. Even the idea of Lux at short, remember the conversation was like, this is the thought, you know, this is the idea. You want him at at, at short, you lose him. I, I don't think they, I don't know what your solution would be, but for, for an organization that that's smart, I think they're only doing but it out it's of it's creating uh, another problem. It, it's my solution would be Mookie Betts is going to bat first, second, or third in my lineup every day. He's going to play right field. Freddie Freeman is going to bat third or fourth in my lineup every day. He's going to play first base. Mm-hmm. I've Will Smith on the days that he can is going to catch and he's going to bat fourth or fifth in my. Right. There's only so many sure things I have in this Dodger lineup. I'm not going to try to rob peter to pay paul it doesn't I, I don't understand why we're taking one of our most consistent performers who's a high level offensive player a high level defensive player and now i'm shuffling the deck with him you're gonna have to shuffle it enough with everyone else as it is let's leave him out there because part of the reason i don't like this as much as i don't is it feels like more of an indulgence because mookie wants to play second base and if that's what it is okay but then let's have him play second base and let's figure out the rest of this that having I, I, I hate the idea of taking an elite defensive outfielder and playing him in the infield just because you can so this is my question how much do you think they would actually play Mookie at second base in the playoffs let's say 
Well, probably, okay. Probably not at all. If it's just the same ratio, it would be once every series. Yeah, but I doubt that he plays second base in the playoffs, most likely, right? And also, I think at some point in his career, he's going to move from right field to second base. So you're kind of gradually working him in, the, what is he, 30, 31 years Something old? Like that. Right around that spot. So eventually, he's going to have to move to that second base spot because that's where he wants to be anyway, and he's not going to be able to. 30. Here's his, his quote. His arm is going to go down a little bit. I think it's just a better, you just ease him into that to be able to have him play second base eventually. Mookie was on MLB Network Radio, so I'll read the quote to you because maybe this has more to do with Mookie than it does with anybody else. That's why I don't like it. I've been having that conversation for probably the last three or four years. It's just my desire to get back in the infield because that's my home, but they pay me to be out and right. I definitely enjoy being out and right for sure, but you only play the game for so long and I would like to get back to my roots before it's all said and done, but if I got to stay in right, I got to stay in right. Just reading that quote, a lot of this is probably Mookie proposing it to the Dodgers and the Dodgers accommodating to Mookie. That's why I don't like it. Is that a better it, explanation it, then but, of, but of how a, you get there? It's an explanation, and I don't know if it's better. It's It actually makes me feel worse that it's that it's just, hey, I consider, I, I get it. You came up as an infielder. You were drafted as an infielder. I understand that. You've become an MVP. You are an all-star level player in the outfield. Why are, in, Until we have to change it, let's not change it. So this, how much, this is changing it just because, hey, you know, I really miss being in the infield. Oh, is that a good reason? To me, it's not. I mean, maybe he knows he's starting to lose a little bit. He's on the other side of 30 now, and maybe if, it's if starting the, to go that route. If the answer he's a freak is athlete, though, that's what I mean. So let's just leave him where he is. That The transition back to the infield, whenever it happens, if it's a year from now, two years from now, and all of a sudden you break camp one year and say, Mookie Betts is our second baseman. Fine, but the idea of shuffling him back and forth because he's not Chris. Chris Taylor can play shortstop. He can play the outfield, but he's not a gold glover at any of these places. He's a guy you can kind of put in and make work at different places. Same thing with a guy like Muncy. You can put him at first. You can put him at second. You can put him at third. You can move guys around. This is an elite level defender that we're playing out of position. It just seems like a terrible idea. I don't. I don't disagree with you. I think if you just. If, you, if they didn't have somebody as a gold glove right fielder and Jason Hayward that they could put put in that spot when he's in that second base spot, I would say, like, you're absolutely right. This is ridiculous. You don't have the right – you don't have the guy. But because Hayward is that guy, it's okay. I feel like there's going to be a lot of shuffling going on this year. Yes, but yeah. not with him. That's what I mean. I'm not – you know how many times have you heard me say I love the Dodgers' versatility? It's not – Mookie doesn't have to be a mm-hmm. part of that. Freddie Freeman, this is like saying – If Mookie doesn't say it, if, if Mookie field. doesn't say anything, he's staying in right, that's right? That's my point. Yeah. That, and that's where he should be. That's where he's best used. I want to do this very quickly, Emily. I want to get this in before we lose it. Derek in Pasadena. Derek, you're on with Travis Slee. What's up, Derek? Oh, how's it going, man? Love the show. Uh, uh, just calling in regards to the sibling thing. Had yeah. a a, a situation. My, I was learning how to ride the skateboard, so I'm kind of on one knee. My big brother's on his bike, and he just runs me over. <laughs> and, like, he just runs me over, and he's laughing, and then he sees, like, I have, like, a hole in the side of my face. So Uh-oh. we have to go get stitches. What? So now I have, like, a, yeah, I ended up with a scar. Like, I had to get stitches in my face. What did but mom or dad day, or both have to say? What did, what, did the, what, did they, what did they have to say after that happened? They were they at first they were okay. They mom mom was mad, but at first it was okay. But the next day, I decided that I wanted payback, and I kind of like hit his head like by the door, and then he had to go get stitches. Both got whooped. Both. Yeah, that ended that. That ended that. Thanks for the call, Derek. That's great. that's that's the definition of payback. <laughs> yeah. That's the definition. Well, I he, thought what he was going to say <laughs> is that his dad then told his brother. To ride the skateboard, he got on the bike. <laughs> his dad was like, oh, "Eye for an you. eye." Yeah, literally. You give me stitches, you're getting some yep. stitches the very next day. Don't mess with Derek. Derek's not playing. I bet you they're best friends now too. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Factor Cap coming up next. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase.
Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Just for the record, that was him doing that this time, not, not me. I did not hit the button right there. I didn't hear anything. <laughs> Taylor's a bad guy. Maybe you're a bully, Taylor. I'm getting bullied for being bullies a bully. Bullies get bullied. Alan Sleewood. Bullies get bullied. <laughs> He's a subtle bad guy bully. Move. Actually, he, it's a really funny move. I like yeah, it, Taylor. He, he is a it. subtle bully. He is a subtle bully. There's a there's a edit, uh, Emily, of me giving you a noogie <laughs> on, on yeah, Twitter. From, from Darren Pollock. So if anybody sees it, we're both tagged in it. it. It looks pretty great. It's a really old picture of me, too. Well, you're laughing. And yes. it's, it's did you you have an you have an older brother? I have an older brother. Three you, years. Did yeah. he give you the, the noogies when okay, you were a kid? He, my older brother beat the hell out of me. <laughs> All right. So no, he would give me typewriters. You know what typewriter is? No. Either, no. Okay. So he would pin me down and put his knees on my shoulders. Okay. And then tap my chest really hard <laughs> and slap me across the face and go. Wow. Oh, God. <laughs> that was that was one What's thing. That's name? the greatest Brian. description of. It's exactly what it is. It's a typewriter. Writer. That's yeah. amazing. I no. really wish I would have known Brian Bergman when I was a younger man, so I could have given my brother Sean the typewriter. That so, would have been awesome. So he did that one, and the other thing he would do is that I mean, because he's three years older, so he was bigger than me for a long time. He would give me a dead arm and both arms and a dead leg and both legs, so you can't move. Yeah, like you can't move your arms or your legs. So you're laying. Then on you the get ground, one like, well, coming sucks. back over a couple yeah. minutes, the other coming back. Yeah. That it was, is it was bad. Yeah, he beat mem- the hell out of me. Remember how we've said this before where... Until I got bigger. I think we talked about like if somebody got in a fight and you're like, I got a lot of deep stuff and you keep saying how you've pushed stuff down and it will come out. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that has something to do with your oh, brother doing the typewriter. Oh, yeah. No, no. That's definitely one. Because then when I actually get angry and it all comes out, I just think of the typewriter <laughs> and I just know I can the go fuel. crazy on something. Right? Yes, Everybody exactly. needs the fuel. It all comes... You only had sisters, Al, so you... I would imagine... You're the youngest of your family, right? They yeah, yeah. Did, yeah. But sisters don't nah, do don't typewriters do and things like that's that. That's not true. Noogies. No, they don't do anything. That's not true. My mom has two younger brothers and she, and she used, would typewriter oh, them? She didn't do typewriters, but she would she would torture them. Write she a would, term like, paper on their chest. She would like let the spit come down. Your mother did <laughs> Yes. To, she Man. talked about it all the time. That's yeah. aggressive. I know. She, she was a bully. Do that. I beat up my older sister in terms of like she wasn't allowed to hit me. My parents didn't stop me from hitting her. But you, so you have three other sisters. Yes. Would, were you guys physical with each other? Yeah, but yeah. not to like that degree necessarily. Yeah. But like it's more, it's more verbal. But we, we would when we were kids, we'd fight. Yeah, I would fight with my brother. Yeah, until what did you he, do be, he well, he beat me up once, and then that was it. <laughs> Is he younger? <laughs> yeah, he's two years younger. Yeah. yeah, that's all it takes. It takes yeah. that one it, time yep, for I'm us. Like, I'm done with this. This is not. This isn't fun anymore. <laughs> well, yeah. So my brother got back from. He's three years older, so he got back from college. I was playing football on the football team at, at you know the high school that I was at. I don't want to say the name. And oh, uh, now I kind of want to know. No, it's fine. It's Calabasas <laughs> High School. You know, I'm, yeah. That, that didn't take very. Yeah, home Jim Rome. Yeah, that didn't take very long for you. No, I know. I, I fell right into it. I to share the high twist school. Yeah, I thought I was gonna have to give him a typewriter to get it out of him. I thought I was gonna have to go sit on your chest. No, so I was. You don't want to let out Calabasas. <laughs> so I was playing football, and so I was working out all the time during the time. And so he got back from college, and he definitely was not working out. He was drinking a lot of beer and, and other things. And I was bigger than him, and all of a sudden he's like, oh, I'm nice to you now. Stop trying to beat me up at that point. You should have gave it back to him. It was oh, all I I wanted mental, psychological from that point. Yeah. Ramon yeah. writes, I have two older sisters that tormented me. <laughs> The See? worst was when one pinned me down while the other one crocked, cracked raw eggs into my mouth. <laughs> oh, oh That's my awful. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> All right. eggs. Yeah, we're, that was not happening at the Sliwa house. We're doing my this sisters, the rest we're of not the day. doing that. At Travis Rogers, 877-710-ESPN. What did you do to your younger sibling? What did your older sibling do to you? 
if look, the I had no idea that cracking raw eggs into your little brother's mouth was an option, much less from sisters. That's so terrific. My, the first time I ever shaved was not me shaving. My, he shaved you? My brother pinned me down and shaved my upper lip. I feel like that could go wrong a lot oh, of very, different ways. But this is how he was. Probably not a good idea. Brian, bad guy. Are you close <laughs> with him now? Yeah. Oh, he's like my best friend. Okay. I talk to him every day. I'm glad. <laughs> and I remind him every out. day what he used to do to me. Oh, no. He reminds my daughter every day what he used to do to me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever smack him and that was the end of it? So, yeah. One time I was able to get him. We were fighting and I... I got him onto his back somehow, and I punched him directly in the middle of the back, and he started crying, and that was kind of... <laughs> How old was he? Two weeks ago. He was... Uh, <laughs> it was yesterday. Uh, let's see. He was probably... He was in his teens. It was before college, so probably... And he cried? Oh, he cried. Well, I, I hit him pretty hard. No, I understand. Middle of the back. I'm not saying it didn't hurt, but that's one of those things, like, that's, I'm, even if it feels like you've snapped my spine, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to leave. I'm done, but I'm not going to cry. Yeah, but that was the Call one. the cops. Yeah. So my sisters and I were like, my mom was the Donna Kelsey of the water polo world and and where I lived. So my sisters and I played each other. I went to Virginia. They went to, uh, she went to Virginia Tech. First time we played each other, I was the younger sister. She was the older sister. We were matched up. She goes in, elbows me straight to the nose. I'm out of the game because I got a nosebleed. And so that's kind of like the most aggressive. But that was in the game at the same time, too. But Yeah, that that's in the spirit of the competition. That right, feels exactly. slightly more. The, the raw eggs in the mouth is the worst that one. Typewriter's gross. close, but the raw oh, eggs are pretty bad. It hurts so bad, Travis. The, type, the slap in the face was <laughs> the, the worst the part. That description you had was... <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> the ding is amazing. It was all it's all very true and real. All right, let's get into this. Uh, Dave Roberts says that the idea of Mookie Betts playing a whole bunch of games at second base is a real thing. Quote, it's real. The way I envision it, Mookie starts about 40 games at second and about 110 in the outfield. So that's about a three-to-one ratio, right? And for every three he plays in right, he's going to play one at second base. Significant. Yeah. Why the hell are we doing this? Mookie Betts is a six-time gold glover. Mookie Betts is one of the best outfielders in the entire National League. Mookie Betts covers a lot of ground. He's got a great arm. He's a smart baseball player. Mm -hmm. Why are we taking arguably our very best defender and playing him out of position? I know he can survive at yeah. second. What This just seems like a solution to a problem that doesn't exist. You're already thin enough in other places. I hate this idea. I think I know why. I think it's it kind of just highlights where the Dodgers are right now. There is a little desperation isn't the right word, but you're going to try things that you would have never thought that you would try. Um, but why based would you try of, something that makes you def de demonstrably defensively worse? Well, I, would, I don't know if it makes yeah, them demonstrably I, I, defensively worse because they have guys like Jason Hayward who, granted, he hasn't been great in the major leagues for a couple of years now, but he is a gold glove caliber right fielder. So you put him in right field. But you're why not are we looking for ways ton. to get Jason Hayward okay, in the wait, lineup okay, at the expense of Mookie Betts? It doesn't well, make sense. Trav, Trav, pretty smart organization. They know what they're doing. I don't think you do this unless you're in a little kind of desperation mode. I, I, th I really do. I, I don't think they're doing this because they want to do it. I think luxury versus necessity. It's not ideal to have Mookie Betts playing second, of course. And I'm with you. He's unbelievable at yeah. his position. But the only reason why they would do it is if they feel – all right, how can we go through at least this stage of the season trying to figure out Gavin Lux isn't there. We already didn't have depth. Even the idea of Lux at short, remember the conversation was like, this is the thought, you know, this is the idea. You want him at, at, at short, you lose him. I, I don't think they, I don't know what your solution would be, but for, for an organization that that's smart, I think they're only doing it out of it's creating uh, another problem. It, it's my solution would be Mookie Betts is going to bat first, second, or third in my lineup every day. He's going to play right field. Freddie Freeman is going to bat third or fourth in my lineup every day. He's going to play first base. Mm -hmm. I've Will Smith on the days that he can is going to catch and he's going to bat fourth or fifth in my. Right. There's only so many sure things I have in this Dodger lineup. I'm not going to try to rob peter to pay paul it doesn't I, I don't understand why we're taking one of our most consistent performers who's a high level offensive player a high level defensive player and now i'm shuffling the deck with him you're gonna have to shuffle it enough with everyone else as it is let's leave him out there because part of the reason i don't like this as much as i don't is it feels like more of an indulgence because mookie wants to play second base and if that's what it is okay but then let's have him play second base and let's figure out the rest of this that having I, I, I hate the idea of taking an elite defensive outfielder and playing him in the infield just because you can so this is my question how much do you think they would actually play Mookie at second base in the playoffs let's say 
Well, probably, okay. probably not at all. If it's just the same ratio, it would be once every series. Yeah, but I doubt that he plays second base in the playoffs, most likely, right? And also, I think at some point in his career, he's going to move from right field to second base. So you're kind of gradually working him in, the, what is he, 30, 31 years Something old? Like that. Right around that spot. So eventually, he's going to have to move to that second base spot because that's where he wants to be anyway, and he's not going to be able to. 30. Here's his, his quote. His arm is going to go down a little bit. I think it's just a better, you just ease him into that to be able to have him play second base eventually. Mookie was on MLB Network Radio, so I'll read the quote to you because maybe this has more to do with Mookie than it does with anybody else. That's why I don't like it. I've been having that conversation for probably the last three or four years. It's just my desire to get back in the infield because that's my home, but they pay me to be out and right. I definitely enjoy being out and right for sure, but you only play the game for so long and I would like to get back to my roots before it's all said and done, but if I got to stay in right, I got to stay in right. Just reading that quote, a lot of this is probably Mookie proposing it to the Dodgers and the Dodgers accommodating to Mookie. That's why I don't like it. Is that a better it, explanation it, it, then but, of, but of a, how you get there? It's an explanation, and I don't know if it's better. It's It actually makes me feel worse that it's, that it's just, hey, I consider – I get it. You came up as an infielder. You were drafted as an infielder. I understand that. You've become an MVP. You are an all-star level player in the outfield. Why are, in, Until we have to change it, let's not change it. So this, how much, this is changing it just because, hey, you know, I really miss being in the infield. Oh, is that a good reason? To me, it's not. I mean, maybe he knows he's starting to lose a little bit. He's on the th- other side of 30 now, and maybe if, it's if starting the, to go that route. If the answer he's a freak is athlete, though, that's what I mean. So let's just leave him where he is. That The transition back to the infield, whenever it happens, if it's a year from now, two years from now, and all of a sudden you break camp one year and say, Mookie Betts is our second baseman. Fine, but the idea of shuffling him back and forth because he's not Chris. Chris Taylor can play shortstop. He can play the outfield, but he's not a gold glover at any of these places. He's a guy you can kind of put in and make work at different places. Same thing with a guy like Muncy. You can put him at first. You can put him at second. You can put him at third. You can move guys around. This is an elite level defender that we're playing out of position. It just seems like a terrible idea. I don't. I don't disagree with you. I think if you just. If, you, if they didn't have somebody as a gold glove right fielder and Jason Hayward that they could put put in that spot when he's in that second base spot, I would say, like, you're absolutely right. This is ridiculous. You don't have the right – you don't have the guy. But because Hayward is that guy, it's okay. I feel like there's going to be a lot of shuffling going on this year. Yes, but yeah. not with him. They, that's what I mean. I'm not – you know how many times have you heard me say I love the Dodgers' versatility? It's not – Mookie doesn't have to be a mm-hmm. part of that. Freddie Freeman, this is like saying – If Mookie doesn't say it, if, if Mookie field. doesn't say anything, he's staying in right, that's right? That's my point. Yeah. That, and that's where he should be. That's where he's best used. I want to do this very quickly, Emily. I want to get this in before we lose it. Derek in Pasadena. Derek, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Derek? Oh, how's it going, man? Love the show. Uh, uh, just calling in regards to the sibling thing. Had yeah. a – a, a situation. My, I was learning how to ride the skateboard, so I'm kind of on one knee. My big brother's on his bike, and he just runs me over. <laughs> and, like, he just runs me over, and he's laughing, and then he sees, like, I have, like, a hole in the side of my face. So Uh-oh. he has to go get stitches. What? So I have, like, how to, yeah, I ended up with a scar. Like, I had to get stitches in my face. What did but mom or dad or both have to say? What did, what, did, what, did they, what did they have to say after that happened? They were they at first they were okay. They mom mom was mad, but at first it was okay. But the next day, I decided that I wanted payback, and I kind of like hit his head like by the door, and then he had to go get stitches. Both got whooped. Both, yeah. That ended that. That ended that. Thanks for the call, Derek. That's great. that's that's the definition of payback. <laughs> yeah. That's the definition. Well, I you- thought what he was going to say <laughs> is that his dad then told his brother. To ride the skateboard, <laughs> he got on the bike. <laughs> his dad was like, oh, "Eye for an eye." Yeah, literally. You give me stitches, you're getting some yep. stitches the very next day. Don't mess with Derek. Derek's not playing. I bet you they're best friends now too. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Factor cap coming up next. It's- Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hey guys, I'm going to answer one more Ask Emily. So this is from Sarah. She says, FMK, months of the year. So I'm going to say, F, June, M, October, and K, February. February, too short, super lame. When I was back on the East Coast, it's snowing all the time. It's the most miserable time of the year. October, great sports, beautiful weather, kind of perfect. Best sports month. Best sports month. Awesome. Yeah. June's my birthday month, so that's why I F it. I like that you know? list. Gotta, gotta have it in there. I like that. There you All go. right. So uh, I know we talked about this uh, slightly before, but I want to play the audio of Steve Ballmer and how excited he is to talk about toilets. Toilets! 1,160 <laughs> toilets urinals! Three times the NBA average number of toilets urinals! We do not want people waiting in line. We want them to get back to their damn seats uh, at the end of the half before the game. Clocks. <laughs> <laughs> and I also love clocks at the end. It's just his enthusiasm He's for life terrific. is something that I want as well. Clocks. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you would want to party with Steve Ballmer. All right, Trav, fact or cap? Yeah, fact. I, 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 I mean, if I can define party as I'd like to go out and have dinner with him and have a couple of bottles of wine and get sure, to kind of go do that. that yeah, I think because he's super enthusiastic Everybody likes being around somebody that's super up, at, le- at least for a night or two, right? I think he's got- Kawhi loves it. Unbelievable stories. Uh-huh. He's had all these different incredible- <laughs> He's got his Microsoft life. He's got his NBA life. Like I-, I think that he would be a really fun hang for a night, for sure, fact. Berg? Uh, fact, absolutely. He would be a, just a blast. There's nothing in this world I'm more excited about than he is about toilets. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, if you can get that excited about toilets- yeah, you're going to be a fun time. Like, and I just don't want to just have wine with him. I want to have shots. Like, let's go shoot sure. some tequila shots with this guy. I'm and in. just have <laughs> that. Like, nobody gets that excited about I'm going to play that every time you guys are late from the bathroom. I'm going to say that's that. Good. I'm going to play that. that. That's four times for me a show. <laughs> All right, Al? Um, you know, I, as much as I want to say cap... Right, like I want to be. Oh, no, like it's fact. Like this guy is all over the place. How many times have you seen him? You see the guy walking around. I think that I have a, a kind of a fascination. Michael and I do this where every time that the Lakers are going to play the Clippers, what's Bomber's net worth today? Right? Yeah. And you're walking around. You're like, it this guy. What do you day. mean he's what? How is that guy worth a hundred billion or eighty-eight billion or whatever it is? These people are fascinating. Party with him? Sure, why not? Maybe I get some insider on what the hell's going on with the Clippers. Taylor. Falling apart. Fact, yeah. Whatever he's on, I want some. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I have a, an enthusiasm for toilets as well. Maybe not a, maybe not at his level, but toilets. I do like a nice, clean toilet. <laughs> okay, they did, they did like six months ago. They did a big piece in the LA Times about Intuit Dome. And a big piece of his quotes we're talking about the toilets so that <laughs> stays on brand with you know what he was talking about six months ago he's very pumped to have three times the average of what nba arenas have Once you gotta be the best at something all right no lines <laughs> so uh pagasol uh, was honored last night and we all know that he's one of the best nba wingmen of all time so you think that you are a good wingman greg uh fact cap oh okay so just like out in the world yeah um yeah. Depends, but I'm going to say cap. No, I am not. Because if you're going to be a good wingman, you need to be able to walk right up to somebody, start having a conversation, and bring your buddy into that conversation with you. And that's... Have you met Berg? Yeah, exactly. Like, I I can be on the other side of the being wingmanned, but being the wingman itself is not my biggest strength. Okay, Al? Fact, and it's because I'm in a relationship and I'm not looking for right. anybody, and that makes it so much easier to not even have to worry about that stuff because you just don't care. Yeah, you just don't care. Like, there's literally, if I'm with Berg and Greg says, man, that girl's really cute. Well, I don't care. Okay, sounds good. Let's go talk to her. 
I think it's different when I was single. Maybe the the it's it's just a different dynamic. When you're with somebody, I don't think you care. Yeah, then it's so. fighting. Like I'm fighting over it with them. You know, I'm looking for that one. I'm not trying to give it to somebody else. Trev? No. Cap. <laughs> I have, I give have her no. the the eyes of like the the chili waiter's eyes. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Good luck, buddy. <laughs> I, I'm 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 gonna sit over here. I'm gonna eat my wings and drink my beer. You go over there and knock yourself out. I, I'm terrible at that. All right, uh, Taylor. You would actually not. You'd probably say, "No, don't listen to him. He's lying." <laughs> Fact. I think I'm pretty good at this. Actually, I, I helped my one of my good friends who's engaged now to be married and having a kid. Uh, I, I helped him meet his. His fiance. So, oh, no, that's nice. yeah. Then that's a perfect the trick. Is you have to, you know, you see them with a girl and you just walk up to him and be like, "He helped me through one of the one of the hardest times of my life." Oh, oh is that that's your go to. <laughs> that's is good. that your go to? That's pretty good. Yeah, it like helps. That. Nice. Trustworthy. Are, are you a good wing woman? Um, I think no. <laughs> I think I I just don't know how to really get into the conversation, and I think I tend to um, monopolize conversation a lot. So I don't think that that's uh, necessarily the best way to introduce friends to. People. Was it wedding crashers? We lost a lot of good men that day, or whatever it was. <laughs> All right. So WWE's Liv Morgan was caught on uh, the Knicks uh, TV. Clearly not interested into whatever the person next to her is trying to tell her. So if those haven't seen the photo a uh, video, it she's kind of just like staring off into space, kind of like, yeah, yeah, to this guy who's kind of right in her face trying to tell her something. Don't know the relationship between these two people, so who knows what actually they were talking about. But you know when a, the woman in your life is not listening to you. Al, factor cap. 100%. Um, this is a simple one, too. They're just kind of distracted by something. So the conversation is obviously not good enough, what I'm talking about, to where I have her undivided attention. And it could be as simple, like she could be, maybe she's in a text or something along those lines, but if she's interested in the conversation I'm having, she'll put her phone down, right? Or that work email, whatever, can 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 wait a second. If it's not that interesting, I could tell my yeah, she's definitely not paying attention to me. So definitely can tell. Trev? Susan's really good at paying attention. Like she and and it's one of the things that drives her crazy about me is that I will tune out, not on purpose, but it just happens. Um, she's really good at it. So on the times where I know she's not, it's very obvious. It it doesn't happen a lot, not because I'm not boring occasionally, I'm sure I am, <laughs> but she's very attentive in, in that regard. So when on the very rare occasion where she's not, you can tell. So now you know how Susan feels when I'm not paying attention to you. <laughs> so I only like now so, you could relate with Susan. Yes, I know that's well said. So I only have a few people in my life that are that are females because, like you know, I'm not I'm single. So my mom always pays attention to everything that I say. My daughter doesn't pay attention to anything that I say. That's not a daughter thing though. That's a kid thing. That's yeah. a kid thing, yeah. right? Exactly. So the only like female that I talk to on a regular basis is Amanda. And so when I talk to Amanda, I can. 100% tell when she's not paying attention to me and I just leave her office. I'm like, all right, you're done. You're done. We've, she just start- we've, we've hit our moment yeah, where you're like, I'm she not paying attention. told you we're done, but you know <laughs> yeah. that it's time for I'm you like, to move all right, on. Is I don't it, need to be in here any longer. You are not listening to the word I'm saying. Is it the attention on the computer? Is it, like, what is it? If she picks up her phone, if she's answering an email, yeah, you I'm like, tell. okay, yeah, you all right, tell. I'm walking away. You're, yeah. you have, you're now working. <laughs> I'm going to walk away. Yeah. Right. Uh, Taylor? Fact, yeah, I can tell. And usually when it's happening, I can just kind of trail off in conversation and stop talking. And then the silence will catch their attention and they'll start listening. That that video, though, is amazing because she's doing just the very bare minimum to acknowledge that somebody is speaking to her. But you can tell the words are just mm. bouncing off of her. There, none of it is going in. It's just entirely... I know you're talking, but I'm just waiting for you to stop, and I'll give you a little nod. There's no back and forth in any of that. Look, Taylor, that was my two and a half seconds of silence yesterday. (laughs) It was trying to grab the listener's attention. Yep, exactly. Now, here's Alan Sliwa. Where is he? Where is he? There he is. That is like three seconds. There he is. Um, but he's trying to hit the post. It's also like me trying to tell Travis about uh, Game of Thrones. Oh my or, god! Or The Last of Us. It's you're. I'm saying stuff, and you're just like, yep, yep. Not. I, I thought you were going to watch Last of Us. We'll see. Maybe. No, not, not. <laughs> he's not watching. It. He's Don't not force watching. it, Berg. No, no. He's he he's said not watching. He was it. going to. He told. Yeah, but that's the problem. Him. You're already doing too much. If you <laughs> left it alone, if you just left it alone, 
You got to bring it up. Then you got to push for no reason. I'm not it's gone. It's gone. Not pushing, bro. Yeah, that's it. There's no push. You do what you All want. Right. You do so, you. So uh, yesterday uh, <laughs> I had a therapy appointment and I was talking to my therapist, you know, about just like general stuff. Like you chit chat for a little bit beforehand if no one's ever been to therapy here before. But um, I, I was telling her I went to a concert this week and I went to see uh, Maggie Rogers. And so she was like, actually, I was at that concert too. And I was like, that's interesting and kind of weird. Anyway, so I was like, I'm glad I didn't run into her because I feel like that would be a weird situation. Situation. I you have, have a full hour session during the <laughs> during the concert. When I was in Connecticut, I did run into my therapist at like a Trader Joe's one time. It's just a weird dynamic. Why are you buying that lettuce? <laughs> we talked about you know your brain is telling you to buy this lettuce because right. So <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a cry for help. Lettuce She's putting exactly. the lettuce down. She's like, She's you're right. My that's whole a car- gateway lettuce. Is what's you're happening. Right. My this is car- how it starts. With Cabbage the is we, next. We've been over this. With every time you buy that lettuce. But my whole car will be full of snacks and whatever. Anyway, so uh, there are people that you never want to see out in public, uh, out of context. Taylor, Fetter Cap. Uh, coworkers? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's bad. Not I think I think a lot of people are. I think that definitely happens to a lot of people. Not you guys, though. No, of oh, course sure, not. Sure, no. <laughs> All right, Travis. I honestly, I think it's work people. Not that you don't want to, but it's weird. Like, if you just kind of run into somebody where you're not expecting to run into them, yeah. work, work is work, right? Where you have, we have all have work relationships with each other. If you and I just were at a Dodger pot, you didn't know I was going, you'd, I didn't know you were going, and we turn around, we're standing next to each other in the beer line. For half a second, that's weird. Like, why didn't you tell me you were going? Well, why didn't you tell me you were going? <laughs> right? It's just, there's that- You probably both just start there, laughing. That there's that weird moment. That. I do think it's work. that when We've all got our little pods. It's somebody- in the pod, in a different pod, that's always kind of strange. Right, Berg? Yeah, I mean, I think it's fact. I don't think there's any... There's there's definitely people you don't want to see out in public, and it's mostly work people. That's who you see on regular... I see enough of you guys. I think I understand <laughs> so much why Travis doesn't want to invite us over to his house to uh, have Some drinks. people. <laughs> <laughs> what about it's your like, barber, Berg? It's like the movie thing. My barber? Yeah, your terrible barber. Oh, the one from before? Yeah, I, I will never see that woman again. She destroyed everything on my head. But um, no, the, I would change barbers, and she's fine. It's also, it's like seeing a teacher on public is always a weird thing. That's too. a good like, example. You don't exist that the, the teacher existed outside of school. But Al? I got a little bit of a, I don't know if it's weird, but it kind of falls more along the line of how you are around your place. So it's fact for me. Listen, you're bound to run into your neighbors. You're bound to run into... My girl, when she walks rookie, he's like the mayor of Pasadena, and she's got to know a lot of people just from walking the dog. Maybe somebody else has a dog. Maybe, um, maybe they've you know now are talkative. Whatever the case is, I'm not like that, but I have rookie. So when I go out, they're thinking like I'm going to have the same long conversations that she has with them. No. The guy's got to go do his business. We're going back inside. <laughs> so every time I kind of see people or I see somebody with their dog and I'm kind of looking like, gosh, dang it, I got to talk to these people. It's nothing personal, but I just want to go and get it done. That's the one that kind of sticks out. All you got to do, Slee? Yeah. AirPods, hoodie over the head. Yeah. No one talks. And jog. Yeah. <laughs> just like fast walk. I don't think Rookie likes the, the jog. Your siblings all did a number on all of you. Your tweets coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. All right, get ready for a movie that's in a league of its own. It's the new comedy Champions. Woody Harrelson stars as a hot-headed basketball coach who's in over his head when he's court-ordered to manage a team with intellectual disabilities and a whole lot of attitude. The movie is directed by Bobby Fairley, a director of Dumb and Dumber, and there's something about Mary. So get ready to laugh at a comedy that's nothing but net. Champions, only in theaters on Friday. Rated PG-13. Screenplay by, by Mark Rizzo and directed by Bobby Fairley. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. So I, how did we even get into this? How did we even get into what our siblings... Oh, Because bullying and the noogies and then you ask for, Greg. Yeah. That's it. So somehow Burns we're talking funny, about... Man. The typewriter things is terrific. A uh, couple of our listeners are weighing in on these things. Uh, Drew Soto says, I'm the oldest of three brothers, and I remember we would do the Oklahoma drill, and I was the biggest growing up. We were 13, 9, and 8. Yeah, running the Oklahoma drill with a 13-year-old against an 8-year-old seems a little like a mismatch, Drew. That is a bad deal. Were you full head of steam coming downhill to truck your 8-year-old brother? <laughs> I always wonder this because I didn't have an older brother or a younger brother. I always wonder, is it just like a matter of time before, and it's probably different for everybody, the payback, right? Yes. Like, oh, no, no. It's you just wait till I'm mad enough. It's not even big wait enough. Wait till it's I'm 21 enough. and you're 23 rather than when it's 12 and 10 or whatever. It is. My my two boys are are close to each other. They they enjoy each other's company. They, they get along pretty well. But they also like to horse around and roughhouse and, and all that kind of stuff. And now that the age difference is 22 and 17. We're getting closer. That's a physical match that it's reasonable. It's, right? it's, we're in the game. Michael spends a lot of time in the gym. Mm-hmm. He's stronger than Bobby. Mm. Okay, so it has tilted the other way where Bobby can still do fine, but it's not this, hey, I'm 15 and you're 10 yeah. and I can manhandle you. This is gotta be a little careful here well that, I, gotta be, I gotta i gotta make sure gotta be more not, strategic not to push this too far this could swing back on me one where's way. the psychological part of it where is michael on that department it's the gap is closed it's closing significantly. everything's closed yeah, it's it's the, yeah. because you know 17 and 22 there's a difference but we're getting close to there they're not being much of one popping bottle says i was just standing in my kitchen and my brother who was 15 randomly kicked me in the stomach and ran away jesus instead of helping me my mom asked what i did to make him mad i said i don't know be an 11 year old girl standing in the kitchen <laughs> that's the thing there is no thing that the other sibling needs to do to provoke you. Just no. when you're in that dynamic and you see the other one and you see them walking by, you give them a little shot. You just get a, maybe not a kick in the Shots stomach, fired. But a little smack in the head, a little elbow along the way, a little bump of the shoulder just to let them know I can still do this to you. Yeah, that's okay. Not running over your brother with a bike when he's on a skateboard on one knee. Christopher Holmes says, I have two older sisters and they went for the deep-rooted emotional tour that they hoped would manifest as an adult they would set up plays and i was the only i was only allowed to play the old lady role and he's got pictures of himself dressed up in all these dresses when he looks like he's about eight years old that's pretty funny that's very funny. Isn't Christopher Holmes an actor now, too? So maybe they helped him along they, the way. They, po- they pointed him on a path, right? Yeah, I feel exactly. like that's how the sisters will get you. They're they're playing chess while you're playing checkers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're, they're yeah. setting you up. Were your sisters protective of you? Yeah, they were. And we didn't have, like what you're just kind of describing there. It's fine. Listen, I, maybe they did some stuff, but for the most part, they were... They were pretty. Kind of goes one or the good. other way. Like you kind of are the one that's just all over them, or you really, really look well, out that, for them. That could actually also be it as well. I didn't really hang out too much with my sisters growing up. Mm. I didn't really annoy them. Like I was probably outside doing something or playing, you know, playing with the the, the cul-de-sac of all the just playing with Parker, <laughs> whatever. Kid, literally, right. So it's like more of that. So I wasn't kind of in their way at all. Don't forget, we are getting closer to the pickleball tournament, the inaugural pickleball madness. March 18th, 10 to 4, Agape Pickleball Center at Miles Square Park in Fountain Valley. Come on out and hang out with us. You will have a great time. Not only you see Al and I play bad pickleball, but we can talk sports. We can watch the basketball games. We can have a couple of beers. It is going to be a great day. The event is open to the general public. Come on out. Thanks to Michelob Ultra, Bud Light Seltzer, and Pizza Hut. Not only will we be playing pickleball, there will be TVs all over the place to watch the college basketball games. There's a pop-a-shot competition, yeah. pickleball demos and lessons, beer garden. That's where 
all be. Kid Zone, complimentary food and drinks, live DJ, prizes, giveaways. You're going to have a great time. Come on out with us a week from Saturday, Agape Pickleball Center in Fountain Valley. If we're eliminated early, which right now Vegas has us out pretty early, um, that's the Caesar Sportsbook already has us on, uh, I don't know what kind of, they, they have us out by 1040. We're probably field. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. When it comes to odds, there's like the favorite, the second favorite, long shots, and then there's just field. You don't even get a special bet. Yeah. <laughs> if we're out early, there's good news and bad news. The good news is is we have plenty of time to hang out with everybody. The bad news is we have plenty of time to hang out with everybody, and they're probably gonna be like, "Okay, I got enough of you, Slee. You can <laughs> keep it moving, Alan. Go shoot. Go go play Papa Shot. We, we get a little Papa Shot. We'll get Papa Shot. We'll get Papa Shot in, and then it will be eleven oh four. Like there's only so many Papa Shot you can play. So Era Messerlian has the details of the tournament. Believe it or not, this is and this sounds like he knows what he's talking about. Format of the tourney will be two games to eleven straight up. The most combined points in those two games wins. If there's a tie, there'll be a third game to five to break the tie. The winner moves on. Single elimination. The championship game will be best of three games. So there's your format. So we're gonna play two games no matter what. Play two games no matter what. If we lose 11-9, we got to win the next one 13-14. Well, we'd have to know. So 11-9, we're down two. If we won 11-8 the next game, we win. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that is by- It's like soccer, like composite scoring. It's a, yeah. Aggregate. Ag- thank you. But that's, that's better. searching for. <laughs> Imagine if we had to do best of three. No, I think this is, that's We'd the be there perfect all day. way to do it. We'd be there all day. It's the perfect way to See, do Emily, it. I made a mistake. You corrected me, and I said, thank you. That's how it works. Okay, See? well, I'll, I need to work on it. Again, this <laughs> is like, why- like, screw you. This is what I talked about with a therapist after I talked about the Maggie Rogers concert. You know, <laughs> just accepting and apologizing. There you go. There you go. Uh, Keith in Laverne. Keith, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Keith? Hey guys, I wanted to, to touch on the Mookie thing. I, I think there's kind of a couple of things I'd like to add the conversation maybe you guys were, were talking about, which is, one, I think having the DH be someone who doesn't play in the field, which is right now J.D. Martinez and, and looking forward, maybe Otani, I think that limits the flexibility defensively that we've had for the last five-plus years. So that's one thing that maybe forces their hand to Slee's point. And the other thing is, if you want to argue, you know, that could be excellent there. He, he potentially up the middle could affect the game more than being in right field, even though, Trav, I 100% agree, he probably is the best right fielder in the game. So uh, those are the two points I wanted to make. Wanted to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, thanks, Keith. So with the, the DH thing that you're mentioning, Mookie apparently has made it very clear to the Dodgers, to Dave Roberts, that he does not like DHing. That that's just something that he does not get a lot out of. He doesn't want to do it. That that you if you do if you look at what he said, 110 games in right field, the 40 games at second base, that leaves 12 games where he's got a day off. Yeah. and that sounds about right. Yeah, that, that, that sounds about where you're just giving him some time. And not that he couldn't DH. I mean, he certainly could. He's an amazing offensive player. But I just don't like if it. As out of necessity, because you have no other options at second base and that's all you have left, okay. But so far, we haven't gone through all the options at second base. Chris Taylor can play second base. Muncy can play second base. Vargas can play second base. Rojas can play second base. There's a lot of guys that I'm going to put in that spot before so I say- So you're not jeopardizing right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, before I say, hey, let's take the best right fielder in baseball or one of the best right fielders in baseball mm-hmm. and put him in a different spot. I, I do not like that. Yeah, but your quarterback wants to play corner. <laughs> he grew up, that's his roots. You know, I grew up as a linebacker. When it, when we played flag football down at uh, the park, I was always the safety. Yeah, but you're you're Justin Herbert. How about we just stay back there and play quarterback? Seems like a good idea. I, I, listen, I, I, I'll say this just to kind of close it off. I don't think um, – I, I think maybe because we haven't really seen any – regular season hasn't started. You haven't really seen – what this is going to look like. You haven't really seen it, it's I, I get your what the hell are we doing? But I don't think any of this comes up unless Mookie's bringing up second. You mean that it's his idea? Yeah. Oh, n- yeah. yeah. But this is why we have bosses. This is mm-hmm. why we have people that write out the lineup card that aren't players. Otherwise, everybody would bat third. Right, there needs to be somebody that says, "Look, I hear you. I know you want to play second. I know that that's where you played in high school in the minor leagues. You're the best right fielder in baseball. We're just going to put you out there. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. You right. surprised that wasn't the response from the Dodgers, or I, I, who they, knows what that? They, 
look, if it's one of those, hey, listen, we're going to find some time for you out there, but I need you to get ready to play right field. That's what I'd like. We can find a time, and I know that you can do it in a pinch if we need to do it. And if all of those options that I laid out are bad and we need to circle back and put you out there, we'll get it done. You're the best right fielder in baseball. Let's just let's just do that. Let's let's We know that. that works. That it absolutely works. All right. The Lakers did something they haven't done all season long. That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN.